Hello, this is Kristen Finley, Registered Dietitian with the Wellness Collaboration. The topic for today is, Tis the Season for Chocolate. We are in the midst of the chocolate season with Valentine's Day and Easter right on the tail of Christmas and Halloween. From October to March is already half the year. With all the healthy benefits surrounding chocolate, why not just keep it around all year long? Chocolate is an amazing food. Not only does it taste heavenly, it has heart health benefits, possibly cancer health benefits, and most definitely mental health benefits, just to name a few. I can't think of any other one food that has all these qualities. Chocolate is native to Mexico, Central, and South America. Theobroma cucao has been cultivated for at least three millennia in that region, according to Wikipedia. Cocoa mass was used originally in Mesoamerica both as a beverage and as an ingredient in foods. Chocolate has been used as a drink for nearly all of its history. Sources seem to disagree as to when chocolate first arrived on the scene. One says as early as 1500 B.C. with the Almec in modern-day Veracruz and Tabasco. One says 1100 to 1400 B.C. in Honduras. And yet another says 400 A.D. with the Mayans. Most sources agree it started as a frothy, bitter, spicy drink. But it was the explorer Cortez who first combined cocoa with sugar and other spices in the early 1500s to create a version of today's hot chocolate. And only royalty and the extremely wealthy could afford this drink. Quite a contrast to today. The chocolate bar came about in the mid-1800s, some say English, some, some say Swiss candy maker. But no matter, chocolate has long been referred to as the food of the gods. We go along with that. It all begins with the cacao bean. First, the cacao bean is roasted and ground into a thick chocolate liqueur, non-alcoholic. This liqueur, hardened, is unsweetened chocolate. When pressure is added to the liqueur, it pushes out the bean's fat, called cocoa butter. Cocoa powder is made by drying and sifting the remaining material from the liqueur. In general, the higher the percentage of cacao, the darker the chocolate, the more intense the flavor, and the higher the content of antioxidants. Unsweetened baking chocolate has 100% cacao. Dark chocolate from 45 to 80%, semi-sweet or bittersweet, at least 35%, sweet chocolate at least 15%, and milk chocolate at least 10%. White chocolate is not truly chocolate because it contains no cocoa liqueur. It is called chocolate because of the cocoa butter. It has no antioxidants. The different types of eating chocolate are created by mixing varying blends of several main ingredients. Dark chocolate contains sugar, cocoa butter, cocoa liqueur, and sometimes vanilla. Milk chocolate contains sugar, cocoa butter, cocoa liqueur, milk or milk powder, and vanilla. White chocolate contains sugar, cocoa butter, 
milk or milk powder, and vanilla. Wow, pretty interesting. So what about the health benefits? They are related to the percentage of cacao. Most of the health benefits are touted with dark chocolate, and experts recommend to choose at least 70% cacao. Dark chocolate is packed with flavonoids, a group of phytochemicals that act as antioxidants. Research shows that consuming chocolate increases the antioxidants in our blood. A steady stream of population and lab studies link eating chocolate in moderation with heart health, including improving blood vessel function and lowering blood pressure. The flavonoids can slow the oxidation of LDL, cholesterol, the bad type. When LDL cholesterol becomes oxidized, it can clog blood vessels. Fruits and vegetables are also excellent sources of antioxidants. Other possible effects under basic research include anti-cancer, brain stimulator, cough preventer, and anti-diarrheal activities. And of course, there are numerous studies done on mental health and increased blood flow to the brain. Experts say chocolate contains serotonin and phenylethylamine, both of which are mood-lifting agents found naturally in the human brain and are released when we are feeling happy, in love, or exercising. Eating chocolate also releases these agents into the system. Thus, it can provide a lift when we are feeling down or depressed. One source reports that letting chocolate melt in your mouth is supposed to stimulate brain activity. But too much chocolate can play a role in obesity and in some people may be related to headaches, especially migraines. If you have a risk for kidney stones, you may have to limit chocolate. And chocolate may interfere with some medications. Check with your pharmacist. So once again, moderation is the key. Include up to an ounce per day of dark chocolate, 70% cacao if possible. Along with that daily chocolate fix, include at least 30 minutes of exercise and 3 to 4 servings each of fruits and vegetables. Practice this regimen every day for a healthy mood and a great boost of antioxidant protection. You can download a copy of this newsletter article at www.bewell365.com. That is www.bewell365.com. Click on Newsletter and go to Spring Newsletter 2011, Nutritionally Speaking. Thank you and have a wonderful day.